Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 18a, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. That's taken from the NLT translation. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Prayer. We all know we should. And many of us try to make an effort. But how many of us have a great prayer life? Now, before I go on and really get into today's episode of Hope and Coffee, I would like to take a moment to point out that I am no expert on prayer. I'd also like to acknowledge that I know I have previously done an episode on prayer, but I felt God say to me that I was a little bit wiser now and to revisit the subject. So, as I mentioned already, we all know we should pray, and many of us do try, but it can be hard. And today I just want to explore how I've gone about improving my prayer life and what the Bible says. So we start here in Philippians, where Paul says not to worry in the NLT translation, or be anxious in the NIV translation, but to bring everything to God in prayer. Note how Paul says everything, or all things. Not just good, not just bad, but all. It's so often the case that we come to God with a wish list. I need or want this. Please do that. Heal this. Save that. Now, I admit I'm generalising here and I'm in no way implying that's how you pray. But I would just ask that in a moment, when we pause to return to scripture, that you do just literally pause this podcast for just a few minutes and think about your prayers, whether you pray a lot, a little, regularly or sparsely. Think about how you pray, what is in your prayers. And now let's pause to return to scripture, looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 to 7. Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 to 7, as taken from the NIV translation. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Now, hopefully, you hit that pause button just for a few moments, and you have some idea of how you pray. 
what you most constantly pray about. So now let's consider prayer and explore it deeper by looking at scripture. And in Matthew chapter 6, we find Jesus teaching about prayer. In verses 5 and 6, Jesus tells us not to be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly, for that is all the reward they will receive. Jesus then goes on to say to go away and pray by yourself in private. Now, it's important to remember that there is nothing wrong with praying in public. What Jesus is saying here is that it is all about the heart attitude. When Jesus says it's all the reward they will receive, he is speaking of their need for approval and acknowledgement. They love the attention. So their words are empty. So Jesus then goes on to say to go away in private, to talk to your Father in heaven. But why private? Well, I believe that in this case it boils down to relationship. Prayer is our communication with the Father. Now, think about it like this. If you are trying to build a relationship with someone, be it a friendship or a romantic relationship, it's great to talk in general when in public. But to truly get to know one another, you need one-on-one -on -one private talks to share deep and meaningful information. But, and here's the first point, don't babble. We are warned not to repeat ourselves because this doesn't help. Now, let's pause again to look at God's word and let's look at Matthew chapter 6 verses 8 to 13. Matthew chapter 6 verses 8 to 13. That's taken from the NIV translation. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So Jesus first warns us when it comes to prayer. He covers both the do's and the don'ts, starting with the don'ts. But then we arrive at the do's. Jesus teaching that well-known prayer that we use so regularly during church services. Except there is one more don't. Don't be like them, for the Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask. That's worth repeating. The Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask. Isn't that reassuring? But sometimes the hardest part of sharing is sharing something the other person doesn't know. It can be scary. But God already knows. We aren't telling him anything he doesn't already know. So why pray if God already knows? Well, as a parent, I know my daughter pretty well. And although I'm older, 
and I know a lot of what she shares with me, it's exciting for her to tell me. Likewise, I know when she's done something wrong, but I want to hear it from her. Now, God knows everything, whilst I'm just human, and there are times I'm surprised by what my daughter shares with me. But the point is that my daughter shares with me because she loves and trusts me. It builds relationship. So how do we build our relationship with God through prayer? Jesus taught us, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. First and foremost, Christ teaches us to start with reverence, to acknowledge that God is the Holy of Holies. God is worthy of our praise, of our love, of our adoration, of our prayers. So how do we pray? We start with respect, with acknowledgement. Now let's pause and look at Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 as taken from the NIV translation. Devote yourselves to prayer being watchful and thankful. I would add on to what I was just saying that this first part of prayer should give thanks. No matter what is going on in our lives there is always something to be thankful for even if it's small. In opening our prayer we should acknowledge how great God is and thank him even if only for being himself, for loving us. But then Jesus goes on to teach us, may your kingdom come, your will be done. So we've acknowledged God and we thanked God. And next we need to commit to God. Commit ourselves, our prayers, all things. We know that God is in control. And although life can be hard at times, God is still in control and there with us. In our times of hardship. God doesn't promise a trouble-free life. God promises to be with us. So we should acknowledge this in prayer, thank him and commit ourselves to seeking his will, not our own. Then Jesus goes on, give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Now we come to ask. It's now that we've acknowledged God, thanked him, committed to him, we can ask for anything we need. However, this is where your will be done enters things. We can ask, but if it isn't in line with God's will, then we probably won't receive it. It's also at this point we confess our sins, seek God's forgiveness and look at ourselves to see if there's anyone we need to forgive. But let's pause again and let's look at Matthew chapter 26 verse 41. Matthew chapter 26 verse 41. That's taken from the NIV translation. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we've acknowledged, thanked, committed, asked and confessed. And lastly, Jesus says, 
lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So the final act is to invite God to be with us, to give us strength and wisdom. It is our final commitment to live for God, whilst acknowledging we are weak. As it says in Matthew 26 verse 41, we should watch and pray that we do not fall into temptation as the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. This is why prayer is so important. It builds relationship by showing trust and faith. We know that God already knows, but when we do not confess our sins, we are trying to hide them. And we cannot hide from God, our creator, the one who knitted us together in our mother's womb. Again, I return to being a parent and my daughter and I have an understanding. There will be times she makes mistakes when she's in the wrong. But if she tells me, she knows I will not be angry. I may not like it. I may not be particularly happy about it, but her honesty means she's shown trust in me and is willing to acknowledge she's wrong. Much like God, when we confess our sins to God, he may not be happy about it, but he's pleased we have told him and acknowledged our wrongdoing. And that's the power of prayer. It is communication that shows trust and builds relationship. But how do we get better at prayer? Let's pause just one last time to look at Matthew chapter 21 verse 22. Matthew chapter 21 verse 22 as taken from the NIV translation. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Whatever you ask for in prayer you will receive if you have faith that's one powerful promise but again i say this if it isn't in line with god's will the chances are we won't get it god provides our needs first and our desires second yet our desires must be of god so how do we pray more well like i said i'm no expert but here's what I do. Like all things, prayer is in many ways a habit to get into. And like any habit, we need to train ourselves. So what I did personally was to commit to waking up a little earlier each day so I had time to pray. I committed to doing this every morning for 30 days. I then also committed to praying every night before bed, again for 30 days. But why 30 days? Well, according to worksheets I had when seeking help from a professional, 30 days is how long it takes to form a habit. And sure enough, after 30 days praying in the morning and at night, I was just getting into the habit of doing it. It was something I did. It was routine. Of course, I prayed at other times, like in the car, and I still use arrow prayers. For more information, just listen to the episode, Arrow Prayers. But whatever else happens, I pray first thing 
and laughing. My commitment was to make God the first thing I thought of when I woke up and the last thing before I went to sleep. But find what works for you. And if you want to know more about prayer, then please do feel free to email me at Hope and Coffee Podcast, all one word, all lowercase. That's Hope and Coffee Podcast at gmail.com. I'll say that one more time Hope and Coffee Podcast at gmail.com. But for now, we're going to leave it there. So let's pray. Father Goddess, I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close. I want to thank you that prayer is our lifeline to you that prayer is our communication with you and I pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that as we move forward as we continue in this pandemic as we try and survive what is going on and as we go about our lives in the best way we can that we would remember to bring everything to you in prayer and I ask that you would help us to remember that it isn't all about big complicated prayers it doesn't matter how we pray where we pray when we pray only that we pray and lord it could be as simple as coming before you and saying father god i am struggling right now i'm hurting please come and be with me and guide me or it can be big and complicated but it doesn't need to be because you already know our needs before we even ask so father god i ask now that you would go with me and go with my brothers and sisters in christ and be before us in everything we do as life continues and help us to keep you at the heart of everything we do and to communicate with you through our prayers on a daily basis in jesus name amen